simulation on hey achonas eish kaid machnas hashabbos preparing a fire before Shabbos begins. As if all of such, ain oisin medura meetsim samulcha shecha. One should not light quote a bonfire, you know, a large flame before close to Shabbos. Achi yatz beno ur until the fire could light up and catch on. We all know, when you light, let's say, anyone lit a bonfire. So you have large pieces of wood that you want, that's going to give the heat, whether you're talking about giving heat, right, or whatever you want to use it for. So what do you do? You hold a twig that has fire next to it, you hold it for a while until the log really catches on. Right? So same thing on Shabbos. You have to make sure to light it early enough that the logs are already lit on their own and that it doesn't need something to help it to, to, to catch on fire. If it's an individual piece of wood, you have to make sure that if you're just lighting one individual log, you have to make sure the majority of its thickness and its circumference has caught on fire. And if it was not... Lit up that well before Shabbos begins. Also, the hand is above Shabbos. You're not allowed to have any anah from it on Shabbos. Gezeir Hashem Yechat above Yonah the Eitzim Kadei Shetala Al Shalhevis. Because if not, we're on Shabbos. You're going to stoke them. You're going to roll them. You're going to move them. You're going to do what it takes to get the fire lit better. And you're not allowed to do that. Once you have your bonfire, your logs lit up properly, then then you're allowed to use it for heat. You're allowed to warm up next to it. You're allowed to have enough of fire on Shabbos. Whether it's on the ground or you know on some type of lantern. Even if it's things that we, that we learned, that you're not allowed to use to make wicks on Shabbos, right? right? All the things you're allowed to light with, you're not allowed to light with on Shabbos, but it's irrelevant. That's only relevant for when you're reading and things like that, because the word you're going to try to adjust the flame. But over here, it's just that you're warming up to it and you're not doing anything of close inspection, so that you're allowed to. You have to make sure it's already well lit on its own before Shabbos. Shabbos, you can't make a, a bonfire or a large. So, if you're heating up the winter ovens, which used to give heat in the houses, that's the same halacha. Unless the area at the bottom of the oven is totally sealed off, then it's permitted. It's like we saw by cooking, then you're not going to stoke anything. If before dark, it's ready. It's totally ignited on its own. It's good enough. Even if it's not sealed. The best thing is to withhold yourself. One should generally refrain from lighting these, heating up these fires very close to Shabbos. The entire thing should be totally lit during the daytime, still on Friday. Because these different problems they would have with the ovens back then, and it would go out, you'd need someone to put it out, and or if not, it would get too cold, you use it up, and then the fire got too big. So therefore one should make sure that the fire is lit the way he needs it lit properly before Shabbos, even if it's in a sealed oven. So that you don't have a reason to... Those days they didn't have thermostats. So they had to play around with the logs. So they would stay, you know, 
so they wouldn't totally burn off before Shabbos morning. And in case, you know, it feels like too much heat's coming out, you're going to want to open up the seal and play around with it, right? So therefore, best not. It's not comparable to in the very cold countries where they allowed the heating of these ovens on Shabbos by a non-Jew. They had no choice. Well, it was looked from Friday afternoon, didn't have the ability to last. So he says different countries, you know, it varied obviously drastically from different parts of Russia to different parts of Poland with how cold it got. Right? Because in the very cold parts, there was no way they could light up Friday afternoon enough to keep warm all Shabbos and they'd get sick. So they were allowed to rely on a guy to, to relight it. Whereas in other countries, you had the ability to have a lower heat. And run it through Shabbos. So everyone has to know where they are. Today, Baruch Hashem, we have heated apartments. So if cotton base achiyatzes until the whole thing lights up. Dilavachi. If not, kashinim shemi chatav yonah de etzim mishetechshach. Word. If not, you're going to stoke it and you're going to shake it after dark. Belisi yua without something that's helping it. The hainish loyet tzarech loymer havi etzim dakim v'naniach tachteim gedei lahaver. And as we lead up to the point where you're not going to say, let me bring more twigs to stick it underneath the large logs to help it burn better. Which, as we all know by bonfires, what you do, you use twigs, and that's what, right, when they build on a fire, they get the logs to catch on fire well. So, if cotton dal brave, the majority of the thickness, the fire should be well lit from within, the majority of the inside, brave around the circumference, brave the inside, it should caught on fire well. One cannot have benefit from a fire that he was not allowed to light. Even once it's totally lit up. We saw earlier this, that any time you're over on Divrei Chazal, which means you didn't listen to Chazal ruled, you're not allowed to have any benefit from it left to Shabbos. When it's lit, probably Shabbos on Friday afternoon. One can warm himself up. So he says the Taz and the Simon Reish I and Hayes writes. Nevertheless, you have to be careful. You have to make sure not to stick, sit next to these branches, these brands that were that were sticking out. Because if you know when you sit by a bonfire and you think about it, it's true. Let's say you're sitting there and you have one piece of wood that's like stuck out. What do people do? You quickly kick it in towards the fire, right before the, at a spot that's not burning it, and that you can't do because you can't do anything to help the fire on Shabbos. That was ayin reish hay, not reish hay. It's the same thing. Reish ayin hay and ayin reish hay in numerical values the same thing. We don't write reish ayin hay because it's the word raw, bad. So they write it out as reish ayin reish hay. And they say one could do whatever they want to do next to this fire that's lit, except reading or other things that require close inspection. Because that will worry that you're going to play around with it to make sure you know, get the angle you need. If you have a shadow, you're trying to read, right? So you might play with it. But other things, but other, like, where it talks about, talks a lot about when you're allowed to read next to a flame and when not. Once you have a large fire, one log will catch on to the next.
Siv Beis, Yesh Aimim, are those who say, Shepachamim with coals, Afil Loy Achaz Behem Ur, even if they haven't totally all caught on fire, El Kolshu, a little bit, and they're not full with fire, Shari, Meshem Dalkim Vahalchim. Because we all know with coals, right, you, you put on your lighter fluid, right, you light it. What happens? So it looks black on the beginning, and they get white on their own. And they, they sort of heat themselves up and create a much bigger fire on their own. They don't require stoking, right? And, and once they get heated up, you don't have a problem. So therefore, it says that's permitted on Shabbos, even right before Shabbos. So obviously you have to make sure it's well lit. If it's going to be the time that you have to wave the flames, if you had a lighter fluid, you might wave it on Shabbos, obviously there's a problem. Siv Gimel. Medura shall Zephyrus is Gophrus. Uh, Madura that's made out of pitch or tar, right? These things. Shalkash, Ugvava, straw and stubble. Uh, pitch, I think Zevas and Govas, they teach touches sulfur and pitch. I don't know, I never saw a bonfire made out of these things. Shalkash, Ugvava, or straw and stubble, that you can light a large fire. I feel loy, Achaz, Baham, or Ur, El Kalshu. These things, even if the fire only caught on a little bit, Shari, it's permitted. The Chain Madura shall cut him. So too, if you have a, a fire lit of, of, of reeds, shall Garine Tamarim. Of these uh, things from dates, and you know, the stalks from dates, kishem ufuzarim. If they're all if they're separated, not bundled, that's permitted. Avul makarim agudeis v'hagarinim b'sal. If the reeds are bundled and they're in a basket, right, or these pits from the dates, date pits, on a basket, that's it. Tied together, tzrichim shiatzes bem urach teshalav zaylo milah. Then you have to make sure that the fire is well lit before Shabbos. V'yeshem behepach. Now those who say the other way around, that when it's loose. That's when you have a problem, because since it's loose, you can try to make sure that one can catch up to the next. You can move them closer. Whereas once they're in the basket, once you light it, so you're right, it's not too, too lit. But because they're close together, they'll light up each other. So there's a machlekes in Svaro of what, when's more likely that you'd play with it on Shabbos. Siv cotton test, Shalzefes, sulfur. I am the who had in Shuman, the Shabbos, Chodavranitach. So too, by the oil fats that I would use for lighting, or wax, and anything else. That melts, you don't have the problem. As long as it starts lighting up, you're fine. Shall kashu gvava? She explains what kashu destroys zanve shibolim that which would come off the stalks. Gvava she gave him said achek tzir that after they would cut. I guess a chaff. So the first one must be the chaff. So the gvava seems to stubble as if it was left in the field after they would cut. Kashem with uzarim when they spread apart. Hatam the reason the kiman shalachas bema uruk tzas byjim shuvad heim delkem elayim. Because once they start lighting, they, they, they catch fire easily. This she told us if they're bundled or in a basket, the fire won't catch on you know, through the thickness. But which is the rush and the tour, they hold the opposite. It's when it's spread out. They'll, 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 they'll light each other on and go on easily. When they're all bunched and tied together, you might not catch on as well. Like I said, there's different svaras in how and when you're more likely to um, stoke it. Simulation above. Sheish the kiyos shall you take a mer of Shabbos? The minute back then, the Gemara Shabbos says, was they would blow shofar before Shabbos. Let everybody know. Uh, today there are many communities that have a siren. They remind people it's Shabbos. So kishay Yisrael be Yishuvan. My Klal Yisrael was in Yishuvan Eretz Yisrael, and we had Eretz Yisrael. How you take a mer of Shabbos? They would blow an air of Shabbos. Sheish the kiyos six the kiyos kedei lahavdos amen Allah to warn the elm to stop doing work. 
Hagodah Ramah says, V'nagu ba'kihilais ha'kadoshis. Ramah says, when his kihilais ha'kadoshis, there were minigos she'kerl she'hu samach l'shabiz k'chatsi sh'ah ish'ah. One of the guys within a half hour, an hour before Shabbos, she'machas shliach tzibur. Messenger of the tzibur would call out, l'hachin atzman l'shabiz. They prepare themselves for Shabbos. Ruben came at Kis This was in place of what they did in the time they lived in Israel instead of the blowing. Says that's befitting in every city, in every town. Especially after remember we're talking about and days before clocks, days before alarm clocks, right? Where people could easily misconstrue it now ten minutes before Shkir or a half hour before Shkir as the sun's going down. Especially if there's any cloudiness and you're going on sundials, right? So they, this is what they said they should do a half hour now before Shabbos. So people should be over Malacha. They do it a half hour before Shabbos. Half hour before the sun would start going down. You'll be calling out every to prepare themselves for Shabbos. These are workers. We should send around people earlier, you know, to the shopkeepers, tell them they should close up. How long before? Two and a half hours before. Natchki, he says here, which is nightfall. We should send around people that should close their businesses. It's about an hour and a quarter, he says, before Shkia. Right, so if the seventy because if the seventy two minutes of Bain Ashmashes, right? So seventy two minutes of force, it basically comes out two and a half hours. It's proper for the store owners. to close the stores at least before Shabbos. a big when the women come home from shopping, Rechet says, Eloyev shows big day Shabbos. They want to wash their clothing before Adlok is nearest. And if they come home late from the shop, shopping, I'll come to Savikil Shabbos. Uber Friday says, Surely on the Yom Maktar, on the short days, I'll come to Savikil Shabbos. Uber Friday says, Surely on the Yom Maktar, on the Many people make a mistake in thinking Shakal Aitzlam or Barhu, then until they actually said Barhu or Kabal Shabbos, the way we do today, we say Kabal Shabbos, Aisan Kabal Tarek, Lamal Shabbos, they think they can do whatever they want. Some people think that as long as they work with Kabal Shabbos, they can do Malacham. Heaven forbid. Once Shkiri comes down the Malacham. I came there for Yeshla Hakim, the Kabal Shabbos, you should do Kabal Shabbos early. The Ain Lahamton, Aladim Godl, Shadayan Loiba, Migiz Mansha Kabal Shabbos, Kizus Husuloi, Shloy Shal, Shabbos Al Yodai. Right, you shouldn't even wait if Adam Gold is coming. It'll be his chus and not in Michal Shabbos. Right, today our mini gears, that's why we're, uh, we, we light 18 minutes before Shkia. Had luck in there, so it's almost 40 minutes before. Right, to make sure that there's no Chil Shabbos. See if you come to Bechal Makim, they shall have you saw the Chil Shabbos. People shouldn't come to Chil Shabbos. Or Bechidilas, Gedailas, Moit, Shiav, Shalachis. It says in very large cities where it's impossible. To start calling out or going door to door. It's proper, very proper, 
We should get volunteers to go around the Lazarus, around all the streets, to go around all the neighborhoods. We're telling people, you get volunteers, okay? He says, he says, today he says, he finds in some large cities, he says, Holy groups, Hamusadis that are founded, Alashkachas are Shabbos, and their job is to defend, you know, Shabbos. The Asher Chalkam, which is a bracha, praiseworthy are they. Came Mizakin as Yisrael Avim Shibishmayim, that being Mizakin, Klal Yisrael to the Fathers in Heaven, Vyiskar Vuzam is Chaskin, Tomid Bemitzulai, Zulu Bonim Gedele Yisrael. So they have a bracha from the Chavetz Chaim, that they should be Zaycha, that their kids will grow up to be Gedele Yisrael. If they, uh, if they are part of these Chaburais, Kedayishais, that ensure there's no Chilu Shabbos, and they go around town and making sure that the stores don't want to close, and that everybody knows when Shabbos begins, Vizaycha to Bonim Gedele Yisrael. We'll stop over here.